Hello, everybody, and welcome to Making a Podcast with Myself. We are back again. It is I, Vanessa, and my dear friend, Renee. And we have come to bring you some advice for those of you who are struggling out there to find your path and your way in this dark and gloomy galaxy that we live upon. It's, it's only dark and gloomy because it's nighttime. It was pretty bright earlier. You even said that's a pretty sunset. You pointed to it. You're right. I don't need to be called out like this. Um, it's dark and gloomy now, though, so let's do advice. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. Sounds good to me. All right. Did you want to do the first, or yeah. shall I? I'll start off. All right. How do I get my fiancé's visa denied? It sounds like you don't have a fiancé anymore. That's all okay. we got. Okay, now here's... All right. So it's important to know they just want the visa to get denied. They don't want them to not be their fiancé anymore. Correct. So therefore, we want the relationship to work. We just don't want them to move where we are. Yes. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to call... Your local government. Okay. So we're going to call the mayor. All right. We're going to call the mayor and we're going to say, hey, mayor, I know this person. I've I've got on good terms that this person is trying to come to our country and they're not a good person. They're kind of a shitbag. They're going to come and they're going to live on your couch particular, mayor, and they're going to eat all your Pringles and they're going to smoke all your drugs and you're not going to have a life anymore. Because this person's moving to America. And your mayor's gonna be like, oh, fuck that shit. And he's gonna call, like, the NSA or something and put them on a list. And they are not gonna be allowed in your country. Alright, um... I I don't even have a rebuttal for that. That's that's fantastic, honestly. Solid plan, right? 100%. I see zero flaws in your logic. There's no way this could go wrong. Um... Scratch that. There's one way this could go wrong. Okay. Lay it on me. Are they listed as your fiancé on Facebook? You might need to change that without them knowing or give the mayor a fake name of yours. He might ask for your ID. So you have to get a fake ID as well. So you gotta travel to the sketchy part of town, get a fake ID, and then be like, Hey, hey mayor, this isn't my real name. This is my name. And there's this couch person wanting to eat all your Pringles. <laughs> What's the haps? I think we should ban them from the entire country. That sounds like a great plan to me. And at that point, if you want to move to their country, that's cool. If you want I was like going to say, then that leaves, you those op- that leaves you those options open. But we just got to make sure our mayor is making sure. Yes. That they aren't getting to our country. Because obviously this couch person is a shitbag. Right. I mean, you're going to get Pringle crumbs in your couch. Grease all over your PlayStation controller. It just doesn't seem like a good time. Horrible. So, Mr. Mayor, deny this visa. You know what? Just send him this clip. Yeah, go ahead. We've already talked him into it. Just, Mr. Mayor, thank you so much. Mrs. Mayor, we don't judge. Mayor, thank you so much for your time, your patience, and your patronage, and for denying this couch monster this visa. You, you the real MVP. Thank you. Put it here, Mayor. Daps. <laughs> Alright, I think that was good advice. I feel like we really helped somebody. Yes. Let's... I got some advice. Uh, that Well, somebody that needs some advice. Okay. So, Craig, 
Craig's having a problem. All right, okay. good old Craig. What you doing? What's going on, buddy? So, Craig says, My son's penis is bigger than mine, and he is only seven years old. I try not to harbor any bitter feelings. I try to focus on the positives, such as my balls are bigger. It's just tough sometimes. Any thoughts? Yeah, my one thought is, how the fuck did you get someone pregnant, Craig? <laughs> how the fuck did the, your sperm must be like super sperm? Stay the fuck away from me, Craig. I ain't trying to have no babies. Also, where'd the big dick gene come from? Where did the big dick gene come from? Did your Craig? Does your dad have a big dick? Is your dick bigger than your dad's? Is it's your dick bigger than your dad's? Bigger I was going to say, is what that how the gene works? What happens when your son has a kid? Oh my god, we're going to have like horses running around here? Counterpoint. If you had had a daughter, would she just have like a giant clit? Probably. Um, but that's not an avenue <laughs> we need to go down. I mean, it was just a counterpoint. There's a roadblock at the beginning of that avenue, okay? <laughs> it was doing... a, look, it was a counterpoint that I wanted to point out. It, I know the road is closed. We're not turning. I just wanted to point out as we were passing okay, that it was there. Okay, because there's no through traffic whatsoever. <laughs> I understand. It was more of a, hey, look, then uh, let's go check that out. All right? Okay, okay, all right. We're sounds, good. Sounds we're going to get back to the fact that he measured his dick against his seven-year-old son's. Yeah, I'm a little concerned there. Um, I would also like to point out that when your seven-year-old gets older, that it's it's gonna get erect at some point, and it's gonna be even bigger. Well, what if he's a he's not a grower? I don't know. What if, I mean, I've never actually encountered that. I was gonna say if it's if it's all out there, then it's all out there. I've never once in my life. I think that's a myth. I've never encountered that. Hmm. I've had that situation. Where you're like, oh boy, this is going to be great. Oh, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> it was more or less along the lines of, oh boy, I hope I can handle this when we get there. Oh, good. I've been prepared for this the whole time. You know what? That's that's a good... That, that makes sense. That's a good. <laughs> it, it was a good. It was a good. But, um... So, Craig... To feel better about this, here's what I would like you to do. Because it doesn't sound like you're insecure about your size for your wife. It, there's nothing in here You got about, her pregnant, so it should so be fine. So I'm sure it's okay. Are you wanting to impress Craig's future girlfriends? I think Craig wants to impress his son. Hey, son, look at my massive dick. I think, Are you going to look up to me now? I think that's what we're dealing with. I think he wants to al super alpha male himself by saying, Son, my seer dear sweet seven-year-old boy, look at my massive dog. And so I, what I think <laughs> we're going to do, Craig, is I want you to go and get like one of those cheap little sewing kits from Walmart or Walgreens or something, and get the measuring tape that's in there, the little wrap tape. Yeah. Measure all of the angles of your dick. If you can think of a way to measure your dick, measure it. Write them all down. We're going to go on Amazon, and we're going to find you a hollow dick double. It's going to be, like, three times the size of your current dick. Hold your on. son Th isn't going to know what to do with you. This is a thing? Yeah! That's a thing? Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, it is mostly for, like, people who have, uh, 
like, expansion kink. So you can get a dick that's, like, three times as thick as your dick. Because your dick is never going to be able to be the size of a watermelon. But she wants to get fucked by a watermelon. I would love to end this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing I want more in life right now than to not go down this road again. I want some more advice. Okay. You got some more advice? Yes. All right. This is a long one. Are you ready? All right. Scared of planes. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That really was a novel. Scared of planes. They don't mention if they're scared of flying or if they look at a plane, they go, ah, I don't know. I have no idea. Do they, can they like go outside and look in the sky and see a plane and be fine? Or are they going to have a panic attack? I don't know, but we're going to roll with what we got. Do you think they watched the movie Terminal and were like, this is where it should have ended? (laughs) Never should get on the plane. Probably. Or they watched Lost. Maybe they Final had a, destination. Maybe they had a dream where planes were trying to eat them. We maybe they got know. bit by a plane when they were a kid. Maybe they watch Incredibles and they all, often wear a cape. You know that one kid in high school who wore a cape and did the Naruto run everywhere and growled at people? Yeah. This is him. Oh. He and he's scared of planes. His, he doesn't want to take his cape off. Doesn't want to take his cape off. Edna would be disappointed. I mean... Okay, so maybe maybe there's a way to get over this fear of planes. Lay it on me. How do you do this? So I think we're, we're going to start. We're going to start with you building a Lego plane. Okay. Build a Lego plane. Do you eat it? No. Okay. It's going to become favorite toy. All right. All right. We're going to love little, little Lego plane. Okay. And then, then we're going to go... And take Lego Plane on a date with us. Lego Plane's gonna become our wingman. All right. Okay. I like where this is going. And then, and then Lego Plane's gonna come with us everywhere. And slowly, we're going to build this connection to this plane. And now we have a love for a plane. So it's hard to be scared of planes when we love planes. I have an idea to add on to this. You slowly, over time, as you grow a connection, each time you have a a good thought about your Lego plane, friend. You add a block to it. Slowly make it a bigger plane. Eventually, this plane becomes so cumbersome to carry around. <laughs> and you still want to keep going bigger, so you get on a real plane. That plane is not your best friend. You fly everywhere. Your friends and family become concerned because they haven't seen you in weeks. You use all of your savings. But you love planes. You become a flight attendant. Oh my god, you make money and you get to live inside of your plane. Well, work inside of your plane. You hook up with the, with Craig and, and you, you have him fuck a girl with a whole plane. Ah, yes, that's, yep. Perfect. Whole plane. Whole plane. While their sun watches. Yep. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> once the, the sun next is 18, once the sun is 18, he can watch. <laughs> so, um... Since Mark Zuckerberg is an atheist, is it a sin to use Facebook? Yes. Next question. <laughs> All right, guys, you heard it here. That was it. That was really cut and dry. I can't. I mean, is there any other answer to that question? I don't think so. All right. I guess we'll move on. So, 
Just ate 52 pizza rolls. Will I die in my sleep? There are 152 calories in two pizza rolls. Will I die? Oh, I had a two liter of Coke, too. There's how many calories in two pizza rolls? 152. Oh my god. 76 per pizza roll. Yeah. How am I not a million pounds right now? <laughs> oh no, man. I'm thinking the same thing. I'm sitting here and I'm like, I've eaten so many pizza rolls in my life. How am I not huge? I will frequently eat 40 pizza rolls in a sitting. I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, well, he so, ate 52 and he's concerned about dying. And a two liter of Coke? I think it'd be fine, man. I've eaten 40 pizza rolls and a two liter of Mountain Dew. And I feel like... Yeah, if anything was going to kill you, it would be that. Yeah, and I'm just fine. I mean... I don't know about just fine, but... Yeah. She's here. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm breathing sometimes. I have a job. I, uh, she's here. She's breathing. Not the best, but she's breathing. Yeah, I may wheeze at times, but it's fine. Nothing the little pizza rolls won't fix. Nothing the little pizza rolls won't fix. Alrighty. Do you think he'll be fine? I think so. I think he's okay. good. Alright, you ready for this one? I'm looking to make $10,000 this summer. How do I do this? So the first thing Hold I... on one second. I'm going to take notes because I would also like to make $10,000 <laughs> this summer. You saw me get my serious stance. Yep. <laughs> I would like to note that I'm actually taking notes on this. So the first thing I want to point out is that uh, to make money, you have to spend money. So we are going to have to spend a little bit of money. How much do we have to start off? We're, we're going to need a little bit of capital. I'm going to tell you as we go, all right? So just take notes. <clears throat> so we're going to initially start by buying about $20 worth of cocaine. Okay. Then we're going to go and get all of the things that we need for lemonade. Get Lemonade supplies, okay. That should probably be what? What would you say? Another 20 bucks? Yeah. Right? Yeah? So we're at $40 now. We put up $40. We're going to make lemonade. And we're going to... It's going to be a two-to-one mixture for the sugar and the cocaine. And um, you make lemonade. Make really good lemonade. And then we're going to sell this lemonade. And obviously, because of the cocaine, people are going to keep coming back for your delicious lemonade. That we are going to slowly up the price as demand becomes higher. How much is the starting price? The starting price, I'm going to say, is a dollar. dollar for a cup of lemonade. Which, P.S., from all of those supplies, we should be able to make, like, 200 glasses of lemonade. Okay, so starting price from one dollar. How, how, what's the highest that you should charge for this? Well, it depends, it depends on how popular we get. Because, like, if if... Hobo John, who has been addicted to cocaine for 20 years, catches wind of your lemonade and decides he now wants to spend all of his money on sweet, refreshing lemonade, you've got about $100 coming in right there. So obviously we can- Hobo John has more money than me? (laughs) Hobo John makes money so he can buy cocaine. Okay. But he makes money. So you've got to make sure that your, your price to- the demand is going to work. So you can sell Hobo John a $20 glass of lemonade and he'll buy it. So, like, tailor the prices to your customers? No, I would say if Hobo John is willing to spend $20 on your lemonade, there's got to be other people that are willing to spend $20 on your lemonade at that point. So I really like this plan. There is something I'd like to add to it. Okay. Can we add nicotine? 
That way there's a physical addiction, just a little bit. I don't know. Will it work the same in the lemonade? It should. I mean, you could add that. So when you go to a vape shop, they can actually make the the vape liquid more nicotine heavy. Uh-huh. For instance, the, the vape liquid that I have actually has zero nicotine in it to start with. And then she asked me how much I smoke a day. I think she put nine milligrams in there. Uh-huh. So you can add that to the lemonade and it should work. Hmm. Yeah, that would create a, a dual kind of addiction that we'd have going there. Your lemonade would possibly get really popular, and, and I mean, at that point, we could possibly even bump it up to, like, 25 or 30 as a cap. Yeah. So you start off with 40, and then, um... And then you have the, uh, you start off with $40, and you have the opportunity to make 200 I want to point that out. Yeah, definitely. I feel like this is a really solid game plan for you. And then if you take that 200 reinvest it, sell those for, like, 500 a piece. I'm just... That's 10000 You're done. We really, really... There you go. Is that how math works? That is how math works. That's a 1000 Shh. Math. <laughs> um, I just realized that. So you take that 200 it's and then you sell sh- the 1000 sh- for $10 a piece? Boom, 10000 Yes. <laughs> so. You don't even really... If you don't have a hobo john in your town, you're fine. You really don't even need a Hobo John. Someone will become Hobo John, I promise. Someone's going to get so addicted to your lemonade that they're going to lose their house, and their name's just going to be John. Yep. Then they'll just become Hobo John. Hobo John. And their severe coke addiction will stem from your lemonade. Every, every town's got one. And if it doesn't, you're going to be the pioneer of Hobo John. It really is. It's going to be true. And, uh, you know, all the best to you. Honestly, I hope this endeavor... Gets you somewhere good in your life. I really hope you're not spending this money on your coke addiction because then you're just not going to have a business. It's true. You got to really think about the business first. Business before pleasure. Yeah. Okay. Is that my turn? I was going to say, yeah, my turn, right? Got any more questions for us, Vanessa? I do. I do have another one. It's very important and I would actually genuinely like to know. Okay. Are there any autographs of Jesus Christ? I know there are autographs of Babe Ruth or John Lennon or George Washington, but are there any autographs of Jesus Christ that are on, like, eBay or something? I would like to point out I don't know how this is advice. Um, But it's a very important question, so I'll let this slide. (laughs) I need this to complete my collection. Okay. Um, I need an autographed Jesus Christ card. Do you know what I'm going to do, everybody? (laughs) I'm gonna look this Probably up. really mean of me. Um, <clears throat> for your what? I need an autographed Jesus Christ card for my baseball collection. <laughs> I don't know if uh, Jesus ever played I baseball. I have seen in the dollar store before, and this was a very like startling surprise to me. I saw a copy of the Bible, and it had a sticker on it that said autographed copy. But... King James or Jesus? I, I don't know. It was sealed, so I couldn't like open it and look at the look at the autograph. So I want you to know that I went to Google Images and uh-huh. I typed in Jesus Christ autograph. And this one says with love, J. That you know And this picture, I just want to describe this. <laughs> I want to set the scene for you, you dear listeners. Sepia toned Jesus with a MySpace angle, giving me the most seductive look, and I've never been more turned on in my life. And it says, with love, comma, J. And it's in cursive. And it's, Jesus was a pretty man. 
Why does his beard have a butt chin? His beard <laughs> does have a butt chin, and I'm here for it. I... Do you, like, take clippers your, and, does like... Does your butt have a beard chin? Do you take... Do you... <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I think we're gonna move on. Okay. Jesus has obviously signed things if there are pictures of it on Google Images. Jesus, hit me up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've been told I need you in my life, and I'd like to see if you know what I mean. I really need you in my life. I... And my life is what I named something, so I think I really need you in my life. You know, I'm going to tell Matthew. <laughs> Listen, I think Matthew's pretty gay for Jesus. We've had this conversation. Matthew's gay for Jesus. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot that Matthew. So I think Matthew would be down for a threesome with Jesus. I forgot Jesus was Matthew's homeboy. <laughs> yes. Let's have a threesome with Jesus. Oh, God. Okay. I actually legitimately have this problem. All right. Okay. <clears throat> And I don't know if you have this problem, so if you don't, I'd like to know. Let's give Renee some advice. How do you take shots without throwing up? All right. You're not going to like my advice for this. Okay. Because the way that I do this is absolutely terrible. Nobody takes shots like this. I am a dick to myself. I'm ready. So the way I take shots is I mentally berate myself to the point where what I don't f- fucking care. Fuck? And then I take the shot and go, oh, that wasn't that bad. And then go on with my life. So you're like, Vanessa, you're a fucking worthless human being. And then you deserve every ounce of pain this is going to give you. If you throw up, good. You had it coming. I basically stand there and I, I... The fire that you're about to feel in your throat is what you deserve to be feeling on your skin. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> you fucking chase it with fire or some shit? That's horrible. You're a horrible person. Why would you want to do this to yourself? I don't understand you, shot takers. I can only take a shot of Jaeger. I... And that's it. Like, any other shots, I'm <clears throat> done. I, I used to be worse when I was in high school. When I was in high school, I didn't give a fuck. There was no discrimination. There was one time I was at a party... My friend's mom walked through holding a shot glass, just trying to get somebody to take it, and nobody would. And she spotted me flirting with a girl on the couch, and she walked over, and she set it down, and she said, here, take this. And the girl I was talking to was mid-sentence, and I went, hang on, took the shot, set it down, said, what was that? And the mom said, no, it doesn't matter now, does it? And then she just left, and I continued the conversation with the girl after she had a momentary freak out of, how do you know that wasn't poison? It was absinthe. It was actually... I think it was Jaeger. Jaeger's delicious. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I love Jaeger because it reminds me of NyQuil, and I love NyQuil. And no, I don't robo-trip. I just legitimately like the taste. It does remind me of NyQuil. I do hate black licorice unless it's in medicine or liquor form i hate black licorice in pretty much all forms um it's a good liquid if it's a really thick syrupy viscous liquid not at all actually nope incorrect um i feel like this is a matter of opinion and you can't tell me incorrect (laughs) i just want to take some shots without throwing up man why do you have to do this to me i I just, I'm saying, like, maybe if you can make yourself feel bad enough when you take the shot, your your body will just be like, oh, that wasn't so bad and you won't have to throw up. That's just what I do. I don't know how to give you other advice. I used to not be so bad, but when I was 14, 
my mom was at work. This was summer vacation, and I was with my uh, stepsister and um, Sanchez. We'll call him. Yep, I was with my stepsister and San and Sanchez. And they were both over at my house, and uh, Sanchez brought some illegal substances over, and um, was having a good time, you know. And then I was like, "Oh, hey, my mom has vodka. I'm gonna drink this." So I proceed to make a, a drink with it. I think I mixed that in like some blue Hawaiian punch first. Mm. And then I ran out of blue Hawaiian punch and I still had some of this vodka. So naturally I did what anybody would do next and I um, drank it straight. Nope. I made vanilla pudding and instead of water I used vodka mm. and I ate the whole thing. And no. It was delicious oh my by God. the way. That's fantastic. I, to this day, that is delicious. Anyway, so. I still had some vodka left, ran out of pudding, ran out of blue Hawaiian punch. I was like, well, gotta do the damn thing. And My I drank God. it. There's more to this story. You're gonna get a whole earful, earful, and I'm so sorry. I'm so ready. Okay. Then I found dry gin, and that was my stepdad's, and I thought it was my mom's, so I thought I'd get away with it. And that's a story for another time. Mm -hmm. um, so I drank that straight, because at this point, I'm fucking gone, dude. Remember, I was 14. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I find the Malibu rum. And I had pineapple juice, and that was a good time, and that was a delicious drink to end it all on. And then um, I remember going swimming while drunk. And then I remember trying to get inside of Sanchez's pants, but he said no because he was a good boy because I was drunk and he wasn't. So uh, shout out to you, dude. I can't find you anywhere to thank you, but I've really wanted to thank you for not taking advantage of 14-year-old drunk me because that's... That's really important, and more people need to be like you. Holla at you, good boy. Yes, it gets even better. Um, so then I pass out in my hallway, apparently, on my back, and I throw up and I start choking on it. And he hears me choking. He was talking with my stepsister. He hears me choking, and he runs into the hallway and turns me on my side. And I throw up all over me. Mm -hmm. And then so him and my stepsister gave me a bath, put me into bed. They could not get clothes on me. That's right here. They could not get clothes on me, but they physically put clothes on top of me mm -hmm. and covered me with a blanket. And then my mom got home from work and um, they just told her I was sick. And then she knew my hangover was my punishment. And the fact that she wouldn't change the DVD inside my DVD player, you know, stuck on Friday after next. And so it was just the intro loop over and over again for about 12 hours. And since that day, I haven't been able to take shots without feeling sick. I'm pretty sure I had alcohol poisoning. The last time I took shots was... I'm really sorry to our listeners that this has turned into complete tangents, but I'm not going to not finish this story. Um, the last time I took shots... I feel attacked. ...was also the last time that I drank Fireball. I... That's a fun drink. It, it is a fun drink. It is, it is my dad's preferred choice of beverage, so it was hard moving back down here and starting to hang out with my dad because he would have a beer and a shot like all the time and it would be fireball and I would smell it and my stomach would immediately churn because I drank about a bottle and a half of fireball by myself that night. Okay. And then my girlfriend and I went home and we went to bed and I woke up at two in the morning still fucking wasted and needing to throw up like nobody's business. So I got out of bed, and I managed to, like, clinging to the walls and furniture... Oh, I've been there. ...wobble myself to the, to the bathroom, and just as... And now here's the thing about this bathroom. I have to make 
make it a point. This this was up north, so this house was one of the houses that was on the Underground Railroad. So the bathroom actually was like a hidden wall where slaves hid in what? the wall. So we had like a handle that we had a handle put onto it so we could open it. But yeah, it was a secret wall compartment where our bathroom was. So drunk, still drunk me could not figure this out for a hot second. It took, it took me a while. Okay. So I finally threw open the door, but at that point, it was happening. I threw up immediately. I threw up everywhere. And still, like, I still knew I needed to throw up more. And I didn't want to throw up more everywhere. So I tried to go into the bathroom so I could get to the toilet. But then I slipped. Oh, no. <laughs> on my vomit. No. It's about to get a lot better. And I stepped on my own foot. <laughs> and I ripped my toenail out of my toe. <laughs> What? And spun around a few times. And then landed. If I could be a fly on the wall. Oh my god. Landed. And like, kind of landed with my back against the bathtub. And just sat there. <laughs> I threw up all over myself again. Well, you spun a lot and you already had to throw up. <laughs> exactly. I threw up all over myself again. There was blood everywhere. There was vomit everywhere. I was crying. <laughs> Was your girlfriend still sleeping during all this? Dead ass asleep. She stayed asleep through the whole incident. <laughs> oh, that's, I think, that's, that's for the best, I think honestly. I, I think I stayed there for like another 10 minutes and cried just because of what was happening. And then I cleaned up my wound, cleaned up the vomit, changed my clothes, and went back to bed. And then she woke up the next morning and found the little bits of vomit that I missed because Aww. I was drunk and yeah. couldn't find it all. And then I explained to her what happened, and she was like, I'm going to take you out to breakfast. <laughs> so I have one more drunk story and then we're done with this. Because yes. This, 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 this has gone on too far. But I, I really need to tell you this. <laughs> okay, so when I'm at, I was at a Christmas party with Matthew's best friends, right? Okay. And um, he had specifically bought me my favorite beer and my favorite liquor to make sure that I had something to drink at this Christmas party, which is only like two months into a relationship and it was really cute. Anyway, so... We just all decide to get drunk prior to this. My roommate, my roommate's girlfriend was there. Yeah, yeah. And she was pregnant, so mm -hmm. she couldn't She was not drinking. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So she had a lot of fun that night, and I'm being sarcastic because she got to laugh at us all. I was going to say, she, she was the so, outside. Yeah. So anyway, there's six of us. Five of us are getting hammered. And then after we're 1,000 million percent drunk, um, we decide it's time to open presents. Let's all sit in a circle, and we'll each open one at a time, and let's have this like a... Uh, new family Christmas party thing. So, every time it got to be my turn, I'd say, hold on one moment, I'll be right back. And I'd go into the bathroom and I'd throw up. <laughs> because I kept having to throw up, but I didn't want to stay in there suspiciously long. So then I'd go back, open my present, and try not to throw up the whole time, watch everyone else open their presents. Hold on one moment, I'll be right back. <laughs> For about five or six rounds of this. <laughs> On the last one, <laughs> I throw up everywhere on the floor. And it's all water at this point because I had just been drinking a lot of water. Try to sober myself the fuck up because I knew one of us was going to have to drive. Uh -huh. Either me or Matthew. And Matthew was a lot worse than I was. So I'm cleaning all this water out of my stomach pretty much. That's all it was. There was no stomach acid or anything else mixed in. It was just fucking cold water. water. It was still cold. <laughs> and... um. 
I'm sure you've all had this experience where you've thrown up cold water. Have you ever thrown up cold water? No, it just feels normal. There's nothing. It's not unpleasant at all. You're just like, oh, that happened. Um, I've definitely thrown up and just been there like, oh, I guess I just threw up. Yeah. i picture that with cold water. It's like almost refreshing. I was going to say, I feel like afterwards I'd be like, man, my throat is really clean. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. Um, anyway, cleaning up off the floor of your new boyfriend's best friend's house, however, is not. So I'm cleaning this up and I hear a knock at the door. This is Matthew. And he goes, are you okay? And I go, I'm okay. And um, so it'll be just a minute. He goes, okay. Well, it's your turn over presents. I'm aware. Okay. Just checking on you. He's such a sweet boy, that Matthew. Anyway, that's it. All right. Okay. I think I think we need new advice. I think we've done this one, right? Yeah. So anyway, just don't be a bitch when you take shots. I was going to say, just don't be a bitch. Or, like, make yourself your own bitch. That's what I do. I don't know how good of advice that is. Hmm. All right. just stick to beer. <laughs> new advice. Are you ready? <clears throat> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Help. I accidentally built a shelf. I was trying to build something else, <laughs> but I ended up with a shelf. How do I fix this? You use your new shelf. You display all of your pretty knickknacks and everything you want. No, I don't see. want a shelf. You sell the shelf. But that doesn't get me the thing that I want. You take apart the shelf and then look at your directions and stop being a fucking idiot. <laughs> wow. These are the three options available to you. You use the shelf, you sell the shelf, you take it apart. I don't know what else I can tell you, buddy. Hey, Renee's got you cut and dry, my friend. You gotta like one of those. I really can't even, like, get around to that. I can't even goof around in this space because Renee's got you cut and dry. I built a lot of shelves in my day. One time, I did a quick story. I was building a desk. My friend, the one that I helped with the business. Yes, yes. He, uh, he had a web design business. Mm-hmm. And he used to do web design back in my day, so he hired me. And I didn't realize that I'd have to do this whole thing myself, including building the desk and the chair for the computer that was going to be in the office that I was in. So I get to work my first day. He hands me a blunt and he hands me a box and he goes, build this desk, smoke this blunt. So I did both of those things in the absolute wrong order. That was the worst order possible. Did you smoke the blunt and then build the desk? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, picture a normal desk, right? But the legs are on top of the desk. <laughs> How'd you even do it that bad? He walks in and he goes, um, are you going to be upside down? And I was like, no, we just have to flip it. And we just left it like that. And it worked just fine. I mean, as long as it works, I guess. But I just want to point out, it was one of those really shitty desks from, like, Walmart that's made out of particle board. Mm-hmm. And then so the finished side was underneath. <laughs> oh, and the keyboard tray? That was not salvageable. I was going to say, not a thing. <laughs> I had to just take that off. I didn't even put it back on anywhere. It's just, keyboard was on my lap. I gave up 110%. <laughs> the chair got built though. Good, beautiful chair. Good chair. Good chairs are important. Yeah. So I'm. Um, I'm sorry that you accidentally built a shelf. I'm sorry you accidentally built your shelf. I could use a shelf. I was I'll gonna buy say on the positive, you have a shelf now. Everybody has stuff. Shelf stuff. Get yours today. Sometimes you need surfaces. I am in desperate need of some more surfaces. I could use some surfaces, man. The one surface I have is breaking. Yeah. It's really bad. I need a foot surface, not a floor. There's a difference. You need a And I need TV a TV surface. surface. Really bad. Coffee surface would be nice. Coffee surface would be nice. I need a new coffee surface. My coffee surface is breaking. Yeah. Anyways, Anybody more advice. I was going to say, I have some advice. I, ha- I have one more. Um, you can go ahead with yours first if you'd like. Okay. My friend keeps hitting on my wife. 
Is that it? No. I really want to kick his ass, but he's a cop. Is it assaulting a police officer if I do it? Um, technically, yes. Technically, yes. Why not just, uh, fuck him? Yeah, I mean, it's your friend, so I feel like bringing him into the mix could be a good solution. Oh, no, no, no. Wife's not there. You're asserting your dominance. Oh, is that what we're going You're getting this? his consent, obviously, because you don't want to rape a cop. You don't want to rape anybody, naturally. let alone a cop. So you need to seduce him, make him fall in love with you. Have sex with him. Really romantic. Rose petals everywhere. Take him um, to dinner. Yes, of course. Take him to a movie. He is a person. Maybe the drive-in. Maybe the drive-in. Do some cuddling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good idea. And then once he falls in love with you... Um, you look deep into his beautiful, bright green eyes. Oh, they're green. Yeah. No, I don't want to hurt him. <laughs> you look into his beautiful, bright green eyes. And, and you grab him by the throat, which you know he likes. Yes. And you tell him... Stay the fuck away from my wife! <laughs> and then you kiss him passionately, push him away, and never talk to him again. Exactly. The kiss has to be passionate, It has though. to be. It really, you really have to be into it, and you have to, like, either hold on to his throat or the front of his shirt the whole time. You can also, like, have your other hand, like, a finger under his chin. Or on the back of his neck. Yes. Play with his hair a little bit. If he has hair. He probably doesn't. He's a cop. I was gonna say, he's a cop. You can toy with his mustache. <laughs> Make sure you take off his aviators. Yeah, you've got to be able to look him in the eyes. Yeah, because you could, like, think you're looking him in the eyes, but in reality, he's distracted by a squirrel, <laughs> or his eyes are just closed. There's a lot of variables here with the sunglasses on, so take them off before you do all of this. And if you're concerned about his concealed weapon, don't you worry, buddy. It's his <laughs> concealed weapon. <laughs> Alrighty. I think we got some good <laughs> advice for Kent there. I feel like Kent's going to be okay throughout that. Yeah. You just really gotta, you and this cop are looking at this from the wrong perspective. Yes, definitely. You guys are madly in love, but you love your wife a little bit more, so that's fine. But it's cool. And talk to her about it, too. Don't just... Yeah, you're, you don't want to cheat on your wife. Don't just situation. go and sleep with the cop. We know it's the solution, but you need to tell her. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So, kind of related. Okay. Slightly. All right. Man with the same name as me, publicly accused of drug possession, which now shows up on Google. That's going to be hard for job interviews. That's my thoughts, exactly. That's going to be... That's going to be rough for jobs, because you go to a job, try and be the, be the boy, and <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh... No, so sorry, you are evil drug man. We don't do that. We don't need that kind of boy here. <laughs> we don't need that boy here. We're looking for a stable boy. We we are... Not a peddler boy. Not an unstable boy. Oh, you went there. <laughs> so how do you how do we get this off of his uh, Google search? You could go to Google. Now, here's the case. thing. Here's the thing. It's the same name, so you can't get it off Google. It's not going to get it off Google. What you can do is change your name. But I'm going to offer an alternative to the changing of the name. Because, yes, changing your name seems like the obvious solution here. Right. But I think instead of changing your name, you put an addition onto your current name. So let's say... Esquire. Let's say the name's, name is like James Smith. Okay. Right. James Smith now has a drug charge, and he's struggling because it's not really him. 
Now he's James Smith Jr. What about Jameson Smith? Jameson Smith. That's an idea. What about the Smith word? James Smitherson. Yes. Yes. Or become a doctor. It'd be Dr. James Smith. Dr. James Smith. Dr. James Smith doesn't have any drug charges. Definitely not. And the only drug charges he has is for uh, possession with intent to sell because he works at the local pharmacy. That was so long. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or or we could even do like James and then some kind of middle name. James the Smith. James the Smith. And you're going to be a blacksmith. James Destroyer Smith. Yes. I'm really enjoying James Destroyer Smith. I kind of... James Destroyer James Smith. James the Wizard Smith. Hit me up, James. Just just hit me up. I, I need a destroying wizard in my life. A des- James the Destroyer of Wizards. No. No, no, no. No, d- the Destroyer of the Wizard? Yeah, he's a wizard who also destroys things. Yeah, but he ha- the t- titles are separate. The Destroyer of the Wizard. The Wizard Destroy. No, you're still no, Destroying Wizards. No, I was going to say you're Destroying Wizards. The Destroying Wizard. The Destroying Wizard. James, the Destroying Wizard. The Wizard of Destruction! Yes. James, the Wizard of Destruction Smith. But if your name is like Bobbert Claverton, it's probably you. It might. Did you think it was you? Have you you asked if it was you? Because it might be. Because if you don't have a very common name, then um, maybe you got like some sleep paralysis going on where you're selling drugs in your sleep. To your neighbor, Kathy? It could have been you. It probably was. I'm so sorry, Bobbert Caverton Jr., Esquire. The third. <laughs> he's already a junior. So? He's the third junior. He is the third junior. Um, okay. I feel like we have given James Bobbert some really good advice. Yes. Um, if you know any destroying wizards out there, tell them to hit up I was going to say... Hit me up, because I could use some destroying wizards in my life. I got some stuff you can destroy, if you know what I mean. Giggity. You know what I'm saying? Giggity. Matthew, I'm so sorry. I love um, you. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I've got this question, and it kind of calls back to an earlier question of ours that you really, you were able to answer so fast, but this one I think we're going to be able to play around in this space. What type of axe body wash did Jesus use to attract his followers? I think it was travel size. He was on the move so much. Yeah, but no, like, like what, what scent, scent though? Like, Gun. No, I'm thinking apocalypse. <laughs> okay. I was thinking gun because nail gun because he's a carpenter, but oh, sure. That's good. That's, I mean, sure. But apocalypse? Sure. Like, I well, saw that look. I was going to say, Apocalypse is actually an accent. I don't Gun know is any... not an accent. <laughs> I don't know any accents. If I... I do know... I have a slight southern accent sometimes. But... <laughs> I don't know any legitimate accents. Well, Apocalypse is a legitimate accent. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you enunciate that? I wonder... Clearly. I wonder why. <laughs> I have to wonder... I put so much emphasis on the correct syllable. <laughs> is, uh, is Midwestern an accent? So, guys, it's really sad that this is going to be the last episode of the podcast because I'm going to kill Renee. I, you know what? I'm here for it. It's going to be really sad. I know you all are going to miss her. I know how popular she got after last episode. But she's dead now. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Please save me. Help. Send help to 123 Fake Street, Happy Town, USA.